Apollo Ghosts, all the way from Vancouver, British Columbia. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's start with the countdown because, for God's sakes, this is a space train, isn't it? Join with me. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. We're moving here. Hello and welcome to The Show Show, a podcast about CSK's live music series called Space Train. I'm Pam Hassan, one of the staff members and show hosts at CSK Smithers Community Radio. I was hired to help organize and coordinate the Space Train music series. It was an idea that started in early 2021 and now, in October of 2022, we are planning our final Space Train event. But what is Space Train? According to the Community Radio Fund of Canada grant application that our station manager wrote, quote, It is a live music series to reconnect our community after the isolating effects of the COVID-19 pandemic and an opportunity to enliven an underused venue in town. But why call it Space Train? You might not know this, but CSEK Smithers Community Radio Station operates out of a 1920s CN two-car train parked on rails right outside of the museum and art gallery at the corner of Main Street and Highway 16 in Smithers. That's the train part. The space part is twofold. Space, as in a space to bring people together, and space as in outer space, because, well, who doesn't love a themed party? Our original grant was written with the local dance club The Twin in mind as our venue. But when the venue owner closed because of the pandemic, she lost her staff and couldn't justify hiring people for one-offs. So then we moved on to the next venue. In a town the size of Smithers, BC, it can be a crapshoot to understand the trends of event participation. On one hand, when we started planning this first event, we wanted low participation. It was to be a sit-down event, and we were going to have it at the Stone Mug, which is the little bar and space above the Smithers curling rink. For listeners who've never been here, I don't think you realize how small our town is. We had COVID-19 safety measures and a plan for safety officers, rules for how to pay at the bar, and taped arrows to the floors to direct traffic. For the first event, we didn't want some door-busting event, so we planned for a band that made sense to sit down and watch. Locals' Thousand Cuts were the band on the bill, and we were going to focus heavily on visuals for the soundscape. Then, when we were a few weeks away, our second venue pulled out because they weren't prepared either or felt comfortable to host a party of 50 people. So, back to the drawing board we went. The following podcast is a look back and recap of the events that made, and nearly broke, the Space Train music series. It was a long and winding road, but in the end, we think we did something really special. Local, regional, and provincial bands were celebrated on a stage for making music during the pandemic, and the crowds were hungry for fun party music, which CSEK delivered. You're going to hear voice memos, conversations, and phone calls between staff members during this tumultuous time. You'll also hear the voices of some of our incredible volunteers and people who made Space Train happen. This is The Show Show, Episode 1. Hello, Glenn here. Hey, Glenn, it's Pam. I'm just kind of hoping that we could talk about where we are with Space Train stuff for today, seeing as I feel like we haven't really had a meeting yet this week. Hmm. 
Okay, let's do it. <laughs> We're not the only event in town no. anyway. Like, there's stuff happening at the ski hill. There's yep. these like log pile concerts. There's stuff happening. But ours is going to be so much better. <laughs> better, yeah. But uh, and that's what well, we're gonna do. That's where maybe people won't know that, but the, the rate of, ahead of time. But if any for anyone who comes to this thing and then goes home and tells everybody about it, well, then the, that message will get out. Yeah, I think we are gonna become known as the best event in town. No matter what kind of competition we're up against, we are gonna be the ones where people are going to want to come to, and that's what we're trying to do with this event. This first event is to like knock people's socks off so yeah. that we can prove ourselves again. It's been a while, but we got we have to reestablish ourselves as like the event to go to. Yeah, and I think to, like I think what's nice about ours is that like um we have like I think that we're trying like we want an element of like like there's like a spectacle to it. Yep. Um instead of just like you have to sit here. You have to blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, like we are going to set up tables so that it's like spaced, but still feels good. And there's like visual elements to it so that yeah. it's, um, we're not just leaving it up to performers to yeah. be like the start Main and stop of all the entertainment. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be, I like the idea of like, we're sitting up high. There's all these big windows looking down onto a big black yeah. sheet of ice that's not lit, but then we're going to throw these crazy lights across it. And it's just going to yeah. like, people are going to be like, what's going on? So in that meeting between myself and Glenn, we thought that we'd host a show in January at the Curling Club for a limited audience with projections on the ice below. It was a very cool thought and we were very excited about it. But then the Curling Club pulled out and with the event 10 days away and in a flurry of desperation, we asked the Legion in town if they had space and would they host our event. They said yes, and thus began the relationship between CICK and Smithers Legion Branch 63, which became our event venue moving forward. Here's Legion representative Crystal Granke talking about the Legion's involvement and feedback on our live music series from the Legion's perspective. My name is Crystal Grenke. I'm the secretary of the Royal Canadian Legion Branch 63 here in Smithers. Uh, this has been a great opportunity for the Legion, especially with... Um, people being able to come out more now and it it basically filled some of the gaps that we had uh, specifically with staffing so it was a great opportunity to be able to provide these events and also have the support from the society uh, behind them for sure yeah yeah um so what was your the first event that you attended or when you saw us setting up what were your first thoughts um, well, it was exciting because um, we knew that the place was going to be lively later. And uh, yeah, so it was just, I don't know, the the whole team brought a really good energy to the Legion and and brought really good patrons. Um, so the guests were were excellent as well. Uh, so it was really it was really quite exciting um, for the staff, too. I know our uh, server Jamie, she Jamie, yeah. looked forward to all the events all the time. And, yeah. uh, so that was really cool as well. Um, so it was just, it was just a really big sense of excitement and kind of that push you need to start doing things again. And, and also just having that support behind it was pretty massive for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and I kind of want to go back and touch on that a little bit, but, um, it was one of the mandates of the grant with this event series was to reanimate a 
venue and a location in town that had been pretty much like really limited in what you could do. Right. And the Legion serves, I think, kind of like the whole community, but also a very specific portion of the community. Yeah. But um, so, did you do you think that we? Because that was our job was to reanimate a, a a venue. Do you feel like we achieved that, or that we had missed the mark somewhere? What were your kind of feelings uh, on that? No, I think that the society really again um, kind of gave the legion the boost. Like first of all, with approaching us, but then also making it really easy. Um, and it really opened the doors to so many people that had never been at the legion. Uh, you don't need a membership to come here, and um, you know, it was really nice because I'm sure that we had many first timers and then of course subsequent in subsequent dances they showed up as well. So a lot of people, um, it increased our exposure in the community and the exposure as a place that um, you know, potentially could hold events. So, you know, they wanted to follow us on Facebook because we might have these events listed. So it definitely increased the exposure in the community for us. So um, do you feel like it would be something that you, like, now does this kind of open the door or does this kind of give you and the board, because I know that it's board decisions for this kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. does it make, you know, are you guys considering that there's more, like, that there is a use of the Legion as a venue in town, or what's your what are your thoughts mm-hmm. on that? It kind of brings the whole idea of, um, you know, if you build it, they will come right. <laughs> type of thing um, when it comes to, like, if we wouldn't have um, done, have participated in any of these, then, you know, it did account for a lot of people coming through our doors, and so, again, it kind of restored that faith. Um, I think that the problem, though, and, and you know, it, it is facing is... is you know, a lot of it being volunteer run. Um, I think that's a, that would be the biggest challenge, but it's also been really great to, you know, kind of plant a few seeds and bring some ideas forward because without any of this, there wouldn't even be an idea, like whether it's something that a person can do or, you know, it could be a matter of sitting down and, and understanding the barriers to something like that. Mm-hmm. But it definitely brought forward... Um, again, some some ideas, but with some substance. You know, I definitely think there is a um, an opportunity there, especially like you know with Glenn. Like he he's looked a lot into um, information. Um, you know, and we like I, I certainly think that the executive would like to hear it now. Whether they would be interested in partaking, but that's where Glenn brought that concept from the you know from the Prince George. Legion right to build forward and for a permanent PA yeah yeah um and you know it's not necessarily a bad idea I think the harder part about it is more that it is executive run in the sense that you you know you have a lot of different levels and and people kind of everybody comes in with a different priority right yeah um but ultimately the goal is to is to make revenue too (laughs) You are tuned to SBTR Radio, Space Train Radio, running on the hottest tracks. You're out late, daylight savings is upon us, but you are alive. You are a shining diamond. You are the conductor of your own destiny. Stay tuned to Space Train tonight, and we'll get you home safe.
Okay, so now we're just frantically making the changes. I've contacted our event partners, the BV Concert Association, told them the new info, and now they have to scramble to update our COVID-19 policies to reflect the new venue. I had to immediately stop all printed press and change our posters and tickets. I'm literally running around town while at the same time connecting with the artists and making sure that the Legion Bar has enough staff and letting our volunteers know that they are going to be in a bar, not a closed off space like the curling club, and manage those expectations. I feel like Franca Potent in Run Lola Run, minus the sweet red bob, and I'm just teeming with nervous energy. Glenn and I made up stickers to put on the posters that were already hanging in windows in town to reflect the new venue, and we were ready to launch. Ticket sales were minimal, and we wondered, after all of this work we had just done, were we even going to have an audience? But I feel like we're okay, like... I just think it's like, it just kind of feels shitty that I know we're going to be right at that two week mark. And I was kind of hoping because we can't, because we didn't do the January 15. Yep. We would have more time. One. It never works that way. I thought we'd have more time, but can you, like, where would we have even been? I guess we, and I don't, anyway, I still feel like this one would have happened the way that it happened anyway. Just also too, because like COVID numbers are what they are in Smithers and the rest of the world. But like, you know, so it's just, it's just good that we're, I think it's good that we are just kind of ripping this one off and we could have been maybe more organized, but also who feels confident doing anything right now? I don't think anyone does. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just letting us off the hook, but it's like no one feels confident doing this stuff. Um, no, and okay. I, it's, it's, yeah, I think that we're doing everything we need to do now. Um, time is of the essence where we got to get everything out there as quickly as possible and then we wait hopefully that's that's what i want i want to get everything out and then have this moment yeah. of waiting where yeah because otherwise if I, I, we've just leave too much stuff to be done we're not going to have any time we're not going to have any breathing time but uh the other aspect of it is is um i'm a little concerned about like what are people going to are people going to show up uh, I know. Are in a space. We've given them lots of space, and I'm tr- I would love to communicate to everybody that there's going to be lots of space in this in this venue to move around and keep away from each other if that's they feel they need to do that, but also to to be to to take in the performance in a way that feels yeah. safe. But how do you how do do people well, feel that way? And will they? I mean, once you get them in there, maybe they'll they'll realize, oh, this is okay, this is great. Uh, but prior to that, are we going to see the people that we are expecting to see? I don't know. Well, that's the thing too. Is like that's why it's also it's like it's really important that we document it when it's actually happening. Like that we're taking photos to show kind of like the spaced outness of it, but also mm. like that we're taking cool looking photographs of how cool it like how how good it's going to look. Like mm. I think that that's like so that's yep. so integral. That's to actually it. a good idea. That helps reduce other people's anxiety if they know what the space yeah. they're going to go into looks like and you know what the precautions we're taking. So they'd be like, "Okay, I see. They're putting the band back there. I'm going to be sitting way over here. That makes sense to me." Well, and also too, and I don't know if I told you this, but Robin and I um uh have a 
we're putting up we're gonna put up some posters in uh in the event like so like the stairwell because you can only walk up to the one stairwell and you can only go out the other way so like there's mm. a separate entrance and exit to the mm. space but um um also that like on the staircase up there like we're gonna have like a poster mm. that just says here's how we're keeping you safe mm. and so it's just like what we are doing for COVID, and i don't know if it's worth mentioning but like we're not even like we could go higher capacity than 50 people at this event but we're not and like so it's like stuff like that like you know like we're spacing you out we ask you not to gather um you know we're actually lower than capacity than what we could put in this space you know we want to keep you safe and but also make sure that you have fun so like respect people's respect people's you know um can boundaries a, and whatever a, else a big poster on the way out that says thanks for riding the space train <laughs> oh yeah oh and we need to buy more tape i think for like x's on the floors and stuff like that okay Did i tell you that we no. need to do that like like colorful tape um yeah and i don't know i think that's i think that we're okay like we know what we have to do we're working on that to-do list and i'm okay you're okay I'm we're okay. all fine um okay, okay. let's wrap this up let's wrap this up i'm i'm you got things in control i'm happy i'm i'm ready to go yeah i want to curl we're on up. the rails i want to curl up in a corner and cry don't do it not yet Okay, save I'll, that for I'll January thirtieth. I'll save it for January thirtieth. Yeah, I don't care what you do after that. Yeah, fine. <laughs> I'm not paid to care after that. <laughs> um. Okay. Okay. That's good. Thank you. Welcome. Then five days before the event, one of our performers got COVID, and we had to cancel. That event was marked by an email with the subject line that just read, "Ugh." Were we flying too close to the sun on wings made of wax? Perhaps. But it's the community radio way to bite off as much as you can chew for the good of the community. And we knew people wanted access to live music, and artists wanted organizations like us to figure out new ways to present their art. We just didn't realize how long this first show would actually take. The music in this episode was live, off-the-floor recordings from Space Trains. You heard Apollo Ghosts at the beginning, Thousand Cuts, and Synth Monkey. Thank you to Glenn and Crystal for the interviews in this episode. This episode was hosted and produced by me, Pam Hassan. Funding for the Space Train music series and this podcast series was made possible by the Community Radio Fund of Canada, the Government of Canada, as well as additional funding from Heritage Canada, support for workers in live arts. Next time on The Show Show. This is more of a diary entry than anything else, but I feel so nervous about this show. There's been so much back and forth, so much like clearing things up as far as how the event is going to go. Uh, and I feel really frustrated with myself that it was like, I felt really like easily convinced of how I'm supposed to be running this event which has just led to, you know, more emails than necessary. And um, I just don't know if people are going to come out. It's like the first nice weekend of spring. So people are leaving town. People are going on boat trips. They're, you know, going skiing and they're staying at friends and having fires and whatnot. And I'm just like really afraid that this is going to be a low attended event.